0: Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and what the hell is Flash Animation anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation flashback podcast where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore, the early 2000s. I'm Paul Rearberg and with me is my co-host... John Ward. Excellent. And we've made it, guys, to the start of our fourth season, which is going to be focused on zombie. John, what what no, is it's that?
1: It's x ex- ex- X zombie. Shom- yom- zom- zom- z- zombie. It's zombie. <laughs> it's Shambi. 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 Okay. Okay, so today we're watching the first episode of Zombie, <laughs> uh, which uh has uh by the way, that whole joke only makes sense if you know that zombie is spelled with an x. <laughs>
0: the, the visual humor.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh zombie, it's it's spelled with an x. Zombie with an x. So if you're googling it, it's got an x in it. Today we're watching the first episode of the zombie series, uh which was recommended to us by Evan. Thank you, Evan, over at the uh RaceBall Network Slack. Uh, so, Zombie was uh, first developed by James Farr, who originally thought of the idea as a feature film, but then began releasing Flash animations in chapters online, starting in 2003. Uh, the original episodes were compiled into a 2005 DVD called Zombie Dead on Arrival, which I believe is what we're watching. Seems to be. Uh, and uh, Zombie Story... Uh, then continued into a comic book, a Zombie Reanimated. In 2009, DreamWorks Studios planned on producing a film with the major Hollywood producers Alex Kurtzman and Robert Orichi, I think. Uh, but it did not happen. Uh, in March 2017, Far started the next chapter of the series on YouTube titled Zombie Dead Ahead, uh, which looks like a time skip 10 years in the future of the original series. And I believe he's producing them from Patreon. So, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so today we're specifically discussing Zombie Dead on Arrival Chapter 1, The Dead Sea, which I believe is the longest title that we've had so far for, the, for an episode. It is
0: quite a title. John, is this a show that you watched when you were younger or is this new for you?
1: No, this is new for me. I believe this is the first thing that we've watched that is completely new for both of us. I believe that's true. Yeah. So this is uh, this is new territory, kids. We're out there in unexplored Flash animation territory. Uh so hopefully it's as good as Evan says.
0: Well, a quick summary of the episode. We see a well, we see the intro, which is a very long gravestones credits intro. It is
1: very long. I feel like the credits, both the long intro credits and the long extra credits or mm-hmm. outro credits, has to be because this was on DVD, right? I would think. As far as I can tell, it was originally produced by him. Maybe other people I mean this is very well flashing you know this mm. is good flash animation, it's well is, animated. this is probably the the highest production value that we've seen so. so far, and uh it has to be like all of the producers especially since there's like let's see uh associate producers co producer, producer, executive producer, and then finally we get to written and directed by james farr unless unless people are just handing out producer titles like candy, I imagine mm. most of those producers are probably for the d v d
0: that's probably them. true. I mean, we'll circle back to the credits a little bit more, but uh, we see the long credit intro, we see this young person wake up on a beach, she goes up into a graveyard, and then is uh, almost attacked by a bunch of zombies and saved by a shovel ninja of some kind. But let's let's talk through that in a little more detail. Is there anything else about the gravestone intro, John?
1: The music's pretty great. It's pretty good. It definitely feels, for some reason it feels very much of the time, like of the early 2000s, Mm. I don't know, just sort of like over top of the Flash animation just feels specifically... I don't know. I've got no more commentary on that, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good, good. Yep. And then
0: they last forever. They're they're quite long. It's, uh, what, a five-minute clip and three of those minutes are it, intro and outro credits it definitely credits?
1: feels like three minutes of the five minutes are total yeah. credits so not, yeah. not
0: unlike a dragon ball z episode structurally <laughs> yes the last
1: time and next time are like most of the episode mm. now that's not to take away from it it's just i think it's because of the mode like watching this clip individually ripped from i assume a dvd mm. that's probably not the ideal way of watching it it's probably true but it is funny
0: it's funny and it's free on the internet
1: it is so it's night, and uh it's we appear to be on a beach. We definitely hear a beach sound in the background, it's We true. hear some gulls, and this girl wakes up.
0: They're weird gulls that we hear I, in see John that was
1: definitely the next thing I wanted to talk about okay, they're bouncing, they're bouncing, they're like lollipops, yeah. gull shaped lollipops, yep, yeah, one leg, one leg, and they bounce up and down, and what I like about it is that. They don't all bounce up and down at the same time. They have seem to have been mm. hand animated. Yeah, but it's like very cute. Like for some reason, it is cute, despite the fact that they are just black silhouettes of seagulls with one leg standing with glowing eyes. Mm. Very, very, you know, unsettling in some ways, but also very cute because of the cute seagull sounds and the bobbing up and down. I, I like, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, it makes me think we might get a lot of cute faux horror things throughout yeah. the series which could be a lot of fun
1: yeah but it does start off with uh you know the the girl's eyes open but she's lying on the beach obviously just woke up mm-hmm. is going around saying hello to a bunch of scenes yep. we see her face she has like purple shadows under her eyes it's
0: not clear to me yet is she a zombie or is she a little punk
1: girl I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if that she's a a little punk girl. I think she might be like a Wednesday Adams, or um, okay, yeah, or a Beetlejuice. Uh, what was her name? Lydia, or like a Lydia. So I think I think she just might be kind of gothy.
0: Okay, could be gothy. Yeah,
1: yep. But she can't find her parents,
0: uh, and I don't know if we're in a post apocalyptic situation or not in this show, John. We did see all the crashed cars on the highway that she yes. walks by. Makes me think maybe maybe this is post apocalyptic Yeah. Don't
1: know. At least at least this area. Like like true, because true. because we're through the viewpoint of mostly just watching this girl and then some seagulls, mm-hmm. like we don't really know what the world at large is like. True. And I feel like I can also say that because of the single dialogue that, that that we get out of anybody in this in this clip, which we'll get to. Yep. So yeah, so she walks on the beach, she's walking around, vacant, cars seem to be crashed or just vacant. Yep. She finds a graveyard, and this graveyard is called Evergreen Graveyard, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then this is basically at the top of a plateau Mm -hmm. that seems to be very, very high up, so there's like thousands of stairs that she has to climb, and she climbs up them like an inchworm, because she's not tall enough to actually step up these stairs, so it, like... Must have taken her a while, though.
0: Really, must have. How old do you think she's supposed to be?
1: She seems like at least nine or below. I like, was going to say like, nine, actually. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I see an eight or nine, but like you can climb stairs at nine years of age. That's true. <laughs> well, depends I mean, on the stairs. For the most part, like the size of the stairs aren't prohibitive to you being able to climb the stairs. Usually, so she gets up to the top, and of course, she goes to a graveyard. Maybe she can't read. We don't know. Maybe she's lost her memory or ability we, Yeah, we, could be. We can't tell. She, she says, hello, is anybody there? And we get this really cool shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels very like Samurai Jack, which I think was on air at the time. I think you're but right. But it's basically like um, we're in the graveyard. We get a lot of cool shots of graves. Mm-hmm. And then the shadows behind the graves, eyes pop up. It's very and spooky. It's, and it's to the rhythm of the the music. Like, like. Mm-hmm is it like marimbas or something? Like not marimbas, but like that'd be too skeleton. You know, <laughs> you know like, uh, yeah, yeah, James Farr has, has taste. He's not going to like just go for the obvious. Okay. Right. You know, but it's like, a, it's like some sort of like soft, like mechanical, like not mechanical, like um electronic percussion or something mm-hmm. like that. So each time they open up their eyes. And so like, you know what, Ten, fifteen, uh, something like that. Sense yeah. of eyes open or something, and uh, it's clear that zombies are coming out. Then eventually, hands start reaching out, and then we just straight up get zombies coming out of the ground.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, they're going after this girl. And then what happens, Paul?
0: Well, in a move that's incredibly Samurai Jack, like as you said, yeah, some sort of shovelled ninja. <laughs> comes to save her. He's chopping zombies in half with his shovel. Mm-hmm. He's stabbing him in the brain. I mean, it's very dramatic. It and is.
1: It's pretty pretty well done. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I'd say that the art uh, of this is is very, like, high quality. Like, yeah. it's not always my personal aesthetic. However, I can't argue that somebody did not pour a lot of work into this and in that, yeah. you know, it is definitely well produced and, and very good, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like the still images and then even some of the animation. Like, mm-hmm. uh, him... Doing you know the the guy doing like the swishing with the 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 sword shovel, Mm -hmm. uh, it it was pretty good. It definitely felt like it had weight. So
0: So he saves her from all these zombies, absolutely, and then asks her, you know, who are you? What what you doing?
1: I believe I believe it specifically, quote unquote, Paul. Mm. How did you get there? Here, (laughs) (laughs) fucked up the quote. I I fucked up the quote. (laughs) How did you get here? Uh, How did you get here? No, that's not, not it at all. I'm so sorry. Like that. I'm so sorry to everybody. Yep.
0: just going to... And uh, in response, she passes out.
1: Yep, she passes she out. Uh, apparently, then... yeah. Oh, and by the way, the guy that is saying this, he's a zombie. Did we already talk about that part? We, we
0: didn't. He At least he looks like a zombie, but much buffer than the other yes, zombies. Yes, he's
1: buff zombie. Yeah uh I believe he is Dirge because the only voice actor credited in this is credited as playing Dirge, which definitely sounds like the good, name of good a, name for a buff zombie for a buff zombie. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was a buff zombie and I had to pick my name, Dirge would definitely be on the list. Yeah, that'd be good. What would your buff zombie name be, Paul? God, I am not ready to answer that question. Shack. Shack. Shack would be good. Yeah. uh I think Clarence. Ooh yeah buff zombie with glasses yeah exactly like like uh like a nerd who then went off and like became Mm -hmm. like a gym nerd like somebody who like measures all the protein that goes into their body was bitten
0: by another gym nerd yeah exactly and
1: then he became clarence (laughs) (laughs)
0: clarence the buff zombie
1: clarence the buff zombie exactly that'd be good um
0: right but she she does pass out and then the, the credits roll.
1: Yeah, the credits roll. And that's for the another minutes. Yep. <laughs> um special thanks to uh fucking everybody. Fucking everybody. Uh Joss
0: Whedon, Joss Whedon. Um was Dan or Steve, or there's just a name in there.
1: Yeah, there's definitely just, just a single name in there. Uh who's the guy who did three uh, hundred? Mm. Uh somebody's screaming at us right now. Anyway, he was thanked. Oh good uh, yeah. yeah. But Joss Whedon was definitely on there. Um, a bunch of other stuff that I like, I li- I like mm. it. I like it in its earnestness. Yep. I think that's what, yeah.
0: I feel it. All right. Well, John, uh, you know, we have to assign a moral to each <laughs> clip that we see. <laughs> what, what do you think the uh, moral could be for a zombie?
1: If you're uh, in an abandoned wasteland with mm-hmm. nobody seemingly around, don't search for life in a graveyard.
0: <laughs> true, true. That's very good moral. <laughs> I was thinking that Shovel Jesus is the real Jesus. It's more all I'm taking away, because she was saved.
1: Peace be with you, Paul.
0: And also with Clarence.
1: Clarence, thank you. I, I, I am going by my buff zombie name from <laughs> now on. Because <laughs> Clarence Ward it definitely rolls off the tongue and is not a cult leader of any kind <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, we don't know enough about Clarence yet, or about... um, God, what was his name? Dirge. Dirge. I was thinking soliloquy, and I'm like, that's not... <laughs> The name for a zombie. Oh, he-
1: man. No, I mean, a zombie name soliloquy could be one of those ironic names, like if they mm. don't talk.
0: <laughs> could be, and we will find out as we continue through the series, Zombie. I'm kind of looking forward to it. The first one was pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, it's very, very well produced. Like, I can tell that there's actually a story mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just like, what if they... What if a bunch of random shit happened? <laughs> it's promising us something and and I'm hoping it's going to cash that check. Mm. But I and I think it is. I think it is cuz I I've understood everything that's happened so far. True. And I can see that it can go into another story. I think it,
0: it is very exciting and we do hope that you'll join us as we explore that. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes, that sort of thing. You can also reach out to us on the various social media platforms at PluginMissing or email us at PluginMissingPod at gmail.com. You can also check out PluginMissing.com for info on upcoming episodes and stuff like that. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Rieburg, produced by John Ward with music by Paul Rieburg. Come back next week when we're going to ask you,
1: would you like to update Flash? we're
0: glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing flash animation and what the hell it is until next week we hope you're well please give us five stars on itunes